This is a podcast version of a radio show by K103 Gothenburg Student Radio. Find us at k103.se. Due to copyright, the music is shortened. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's a very cold Wednesday night here in Gothenburg. And it's time for a new episode of Ordinary Observations. Once again, mate, finally. Yeah. Couldn't come around fast enough. The best time of the week. Mm. What are we talking about this week? Well, this week, we mixed it up a little bit. Decided to talk about ancient horrors. Mm-hmm. The Greco-Roman torture methods. Yeah, so I feel like this like this feels quite on brand for us, I yeah, suppose. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, some of the worst torture methods, some of the worst things human beings have done to each other yeah, throughout sp- history. Specifically focusing on the ancient Greeks and the ancient Romans for now. Yeah, for now, uh, yeah. once again, there's there's just such a wide plethora of things to choose from. Oh, there's, <laughs> it's such a big book of options <laughs> to choose from. We really had to limit ourselves. Yeah. So there'll, there'll probably be at least a couple more. Oh, there's no need to scrape the barrel here. This is a mm. plethora of options yeah before we get started as always apologies apologies what do we have to apologize for Um, this week some of the feedback from the most recent show was that we need to keep the kind of unhinged shout outs right and the niche references to a reasonable level right yeah so uh, i I think even we said on the last episode which was the protest shithouse we've said this feels a little bit insane at some point it was getting a bit out of hand you're right you're right uh apparently that the shrimp chat yeah. Is what really puts some people over the edge there. So uh, apologies for that. Yeah, we'll, we'll try to keep that to a minimum this week. Run the risk of alienating the listeners. Mm-hmm. This, we don't want to do that. We don't. We no, don't. No, no, we, no, no. We're desperately, yeah. desperately pleased that you're still so here. How so how better to claw back the listeners than telling them about the worst things humans have ever done to each other? Mm. Yeah. We have also taken many suggestions from listeners before Christmas. We put out a poll, and I'll do the same again. Yeah. We've been meaning to get to a lot of those, right? Yep. And, well, we have them all written down. It's just we have... <laughs> We keep getting distra- so many ideas. We keep getting distracted by other things we want to do first, yeah, i.e., yeah. Greco-Roman torture machines, yeah, torture either, methods. We either make it top go about the French fighting each other, <laughs> or we say, you know what's horrible? <laughs> we go way back. Yeah. Hmm? Yeah. So before we begin, though, disclaimer that we're gonna go through some pretty horrible and terrible things yeah. in some a lot of detail. Let's be honest. Yeah, let's so let's and, let's uh, call this a content warning here. Yeah. If you're not in the mood, you know, it is Wednesday evening, if you're just having dinner or had dinner, if you're not in the mood to hear about the more horrific things humans have done to each other in history, it's probably not the show for you. Well said, mate. I think yeah. that that really wraps it up. In that being said, it is on brand for us though, as we've discussed mm-hmm. <laughs> odd things throughout our shows. Yeah. Yeah. Research for this show was horrible. Uh, I felt quite unwell doing yeah. a lot of the reading for this. I, I finished up a little bit of it today, and it genuinely, it was appalling. Yeah. To, a bad day to have eyes. Yeah, you know? yeah. I almost told you, nah, Mark, I don't really want to do this yeah. show. Like, I was... I was feeling really unwell reading a lot of this stuff. Yeah. And then it just sort of washed over, and now I'm completely desensitized to any of it. Yeah, so, exactly. So here we are. For me, it was like kind of desensitized to the modern stuff, and then you go back and just like, well, it, it didn't get any better, you know? <laughs> no, no, no. They were real creative no. back then. Yeah, so we're, we're also planning on going a bit too deep, perhaps, into the history of how these devices for tortures came to be and the methods that they came to be. Mm. And uh, maybe a brief overview, but we are more concerned about how... Um, insane they are how they work not necessarily like 
the political historical context that they existed I know, in. But for sure, there'll be a bit of that mm. because we have to. But we're more interested how they operate. Yeah, and what they do to the, humans. Yeah, the the, the mechanical side yeah. of things. It would be fine if we were just like, ah, oh, it's so good to talk about the history of these, <laughs> the engineering that goes. With it. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah, just yeah. like, ah, oh, I'm so glad it rips through. <laughs> but a uh, song to start. Is that the intro done? I think so. All right, then let's clean things up with a bit of a tunage, and then we'll rip right in to the <laughs> humans. Brazen Bull. True. This is Aya Nakamura. <laughs> Hype. Varje heltimme hörde studentnyheterna här på K103. Med det senaste från studentvärlden och Göteborg. Ha koll med K103. Yes, that was Aya Nakamura's hype, and this is Ordinary Observations on a windy Wednesday evening. We're talking horrific Greco-Roman atrocities, some of the worst torture devices ever invented by humankind, Mark. What are we up to? Of the ancient world, Mm -hmm. yes. First up, to kick us off, only the worst thing ever made. Yeah, literally the worst thing ever invented. Yeah, the brazen bull, also known as the bronze bull. Mm Mm-hmm. Listeners of Ordinary Observations who maybe aren't into their ancient Greek or Roman history. I feel like... Specifically the violent bits. I feel like a lot of people who listen to us consistently are probably aware aware of this Yeah, device. I was going to say, there might not be someone who's heard of the Brazen Bull. Honestly, lucky for them. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I would turn off right now. You've lived would. a good life. Yeah. yeah. Again, yeah. warning, you can leave. It's, it's <laughs> gross. Yeah. So, the Brazen Bull was a contraption of torture and execution used by the ancient Greeks and Romans to punish their enemies. This was a life-size bull-shaped statue of bronze or brass and was hollow so that victims could be locked inside its stomach and then roasted alive. Mm. So the sculpture itself was like real bull-size. Yes. Life-size. Yeah. And there were flute-like pipes would which would carry the victim's screams through the bull's nostrils, creating animalistic music while the smoke of the scorched flesh billowed out as the puffs of incense <clears throat> from, like, the nose. I think music should be taken very, very w- within poorly. A, within <laughs> at least one pair of inverted commas there. Yeah, maybe seven. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. So, so uh, basically, you're cooking inside this giant cow oven, which is placed over a fire, and the people around you can hear every part of your screams and agony. Mm. However, the screams and agony don't come out as you, human sounds, speaking and screaming. Just mm. have bull sounds. Yeah, so the pipes within... The pipes that take the sounds you're making... Distort them. Yeah. Yeah. Deliberately contort the sound so that it sounds like the grunting of a bull. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah, it is. It mm. is. And the bull's mouth was engineered in a way that it sort of served as a resonating system. Mm. The agonized cries of the person inside were transformed into the infuriating bull, and it was provided as a spectacle for the onlookers who came out in the town to see this. Right. I don't know. Is it a spectacle, you know? Why was it actually made? A good question. Yeah, let's start from the beginning. <laughs> a here. good question. According to the ancient Greek historian Diodorus Siculus, the brazen bull was made by Perilos of Athens for the tyrant Philaris mm-hmm. to execute his enemies. The ruler was known for his cruelty, and the slow, painful death provided by the brazen bull seemed to have appealed to his sadism and general psychopathicness, if that's a word, I don't know. Whatever. Um, we get the of, idea. Of the guy, yeah. yeah. And according to legend and folklore, the original maker of the bronze bull was actually its first victim. 
in a fucked up turn of events in order to examine how effective the bronzer ball was. Because yeah. the guy had introduced these like blueprints to the guy and said, oh, this is what it would do. And he was like, well, let's see about that. Yeah. Threw him in. It was very effective. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was the guy's name, the inventor? Perilos of Athens. I read that he... Athens. I mean, I don't know how they've got this quote right, but if you read online, there's the quote that he told... Philaris. Yeah, so he was like, oh, Philaris, bro, invented this new torture device. And then he explained how the pipes would contort the victim's voice into the gruntings of a bull and said that you will hear his screams as the most beautiful melodic music or something along the yeah. lines. And even Phalaris being fucked up, yeah. torture-loving tyrant that he was, was like, you're a terrible person. That's insane. That's yeah. disgusting. Mm. You're you're awful. Put, I'm going to put you in that right now. Yeah. So he, he convinced him to climb inside to prove that a human wow. could fit. Convinced. I'm well, pretty well, sure he was forced inside well, the Well, I mean, I mean, I guess a spear to the throat is pretty yeah. convincing. Because it feels like this happened all the time in ancient history where mm. people just got used to the fact that, uh, yeah, horrible things can happen at any moment. Mm. You see, if I was anywhere near the brazen bull, I'd be like, no, I'm, I'm walking, I'm leaving. I'm good, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm going to make myself as far away from this thing as possible, yeah. just in case and it's anybody like, gets some fucked up ideas. I don't want to be part of like the emperor's like little squad that makes yeah. horrible torture devices. Exactly. You know? It's like, mm, I'm okay. I'll lend you near some bridges <laughs> yeah, instead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, what, what about a grain silo or something? Some aqueducts, yeah, perhaps? Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> Another amphitheater? Oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. We need more of those. Well, upon doing research, the heavy research for the show let's Mm. say i came across a nice youtube comment which says people why is our world so violent today ancient greeks hold the steamy ball yeah yeah the the earth's not a great place today no but it didn't come from nothing it's a lot better than it used to be though oh yeah (laughs) yeah but yeah okay so essentially the brazen ball a large bronze ball and it had like a latch that like lowered down where like the side of the cow would be and they open into a chamber. The person was forced in. They put coals and sticks underneath, made a fire. The latch is locked for good, and you ain't coming out. No, not a lot. It's also one of those ones where it's like torture one where they're going to die. It, you, there's no coming out of that. Yeah, they're not trying to extract information. No, or... no. It, it's torture in the sense of just long death and like yeah. horrible death. Painful yeah. death. So I wonder how long it would have taken somebody to die. Yeah, um, reports on that are a bit unsure because there's also a lot of people that just died of like a horrible panic attack in there too, you know? Also super claustrophobic, like a cow is not that big. No, I suppose not. Not yeah. for, a, for a grown adult body. But you'd imagine you get thrown in this... In the bull. Essentially like a big steel tank. Mm. And then you can hear the people on the outside lighting the fire, I suppose. And like but, screaming. I mean, surely it would take you know at least a few minutes for the for to the fire to heat. build up and start heating it up. Uh, also, for like the bronze to start conducting the heat. At first, it would just be it'd be it'd be kind of nice. Like, oh, this is warm, warm on my feet, quite warm. Yeah, getting a bit warmer. But then the little bronze sauna. <laughs> but then obviously, yeah, once it really starts getting hot, there is like you say, it's very. There's nowhere to go. No, you're, you're just being cooked alive. You're literally roasted alive. Mm. Yeah, we gave you warning, people. We said it was going to be horrible. Yeah, we kicked yeah. off with the worst one, probably. Mm. I listened to a short podcast about this. It was only like five or six minutes long. Mm. Forgot what it was called, but it was some sort of you know like horrific atrocities podcast where she was talking about terrible execution methods, terrible torture methods, this kind of thing. Mm. And it was really anxiety-inducing. It was almost like... The role play of torture. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So she was like, imagine it's ancient Greece and you've committed some crime. You're thrown into a dark steel chasm or something like Mm. this. You have no idea where you are. And then suddenly you hear the people outside 
they say things like bring wood bring flame create the fire and it's like ah and there's like this you know, hor- horrible like ticking noise like tick tick mm. tick and then she's like it starts to get hotter and hotter <laughs> you can no longer stand the heat you feel yourself start to scream but the only noise you can hear is the grunting of a bull outside and the laughing of the tyrant it's like shut the fuck up this is horrible it was like five minutes of this <laughs> yeah yeah it's like I really don't want to listen to this podcast I'm not sleeping tonight uh, yeah, I was like I was sitting there trying to cook my dinner <laughs> like a cat all tensed up yeah, yeah. It, was, it was not fun oh. so don't go listen to her uh, <laughs> or us I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess I just reenacted half of the thing, but it wasn't good to listen to. Yeah. So that was probably the worst way to die, I'd say. Got anything else on the ball, mate? Just that the the guy who invented it was the first one thrown in. But the guy who had it invented. He also died due to the ball. Supposedly so. Yeah, they reckon that there was a revolt and he was also thrown into the ball because people didn't like how sadistic he was. This and is... like torture loving. What goes around comes around. Yeah, this is yeah. very lying in... What's the word? Lying in the bed you make. Don't shit on if your I own can... doorstop. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Justin Timberlake. Yeah. What goes around comes around. Um, good news, though. Hmm. Is that it probably didn't actually exist. So, yeah, that was the last point, that they do reckon that the brazen ball was a mythical device, Mm. let's say. What they reckon is that it was um, kind of, like, made up to scare the enemies of other, like, Mm -hmm. groups of tribes or whatever and being like, oh, shit, if we're captured by him, he'll throw us in the ball because we've heard reports that, you know, they have this device that no one else has. Right. Yeah, yeah. So they don't know if it's real or not, luckily. For us, because I, I would hate to just... It would be like, oh, it's fact. They have one in a museum, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I really want to not believe this was real. Yeah. Which is not often the case, you know? Yeah. I, I find myself a big wanting to believe this is real kind of person. Yeah, for, well, for sure. For most historical artifacts, you'd be like... Oh, Aliens. Yeah. I yeah. want also, I want to believe. No, me too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hey, we're getting sidetracked. Yeah, yeah, we're getting sold off for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's reports that it's real. Some reports that it's mythical. We don't know. Do you know that there's stories about it? So, yeah. that's the ancient Greeks for you, isn't it? All right. Song time. This one's Little Gender. Emma och Marta går på match är en podcast om svensk fotboll och supporterkulturen genom seriesystemen och på den internationella scenen. Ta del av vårt fotbollsnack på K103 Studentradion. Nya avsnitt kommer ut varje månad där vi följer det som händer inom svensk fotboll, högt som lågt. Yes, that's right. This is K103. You're listening to Ordinary Observations with Jack and Mark. You can find us on Instagram and on Spotify. We're discussing the horrors of the ancient world, specifically mm. ancient Greece and ancient Rome. We just discussed the bronze or the brazen bull. Which we agree that, okay, it would be nice if it didn't exist. But yeah. it would be even better if it did exist, but it was used exclusively for, like, cooking purposes. <laughs> uh, of non-humans, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For clarity's sake. Like community soup broth, you yeah. know. Yeah, why the hell not? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. All right, okay, anyway, okay, okay. The All next, right. also super well-known. Crucifixion. Yeah. You heard of it? Yeah, I know it. Mm. I actually learned yesterday that crucifixion is spelt this way. C-R-U-C-I-F-I-N. X I O N. I always thought it was a, a C actually. I yeah, know. I thought it was always the C T. Sh- mm. Fiction, not mm. fix. It's yeah. the English language for you. Anyway, know. yeah. Now, of course, we all know what crucifixion is, Mark. That's how Jesus died. That is our Lord and Savior. Yeah. For our sins. Mm? Mm-hmm. 
Now, Point. the Romans uh, didn't like him, so they nailed him to the cross. Yeah. That's why the cross is such an important symbol in Christianity today. Yes, it is. Well, <laughs> and you didn't think you were going to learn anything. <laughs> uh, now, I think because the crucifix is such a dominant symbol in society that we kind of overlook quite how horrible it was to be crucified. I agree. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, they crucified Jesus. Yeah, like, of course he was crucified or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, as it's if just it wasn't, a, like, it, horrible. It's just such a fact. Mm. But they also crucified lots of other people, mm-hmm. and they all suffered terribly. Yep. Let's begin with a little history, shall we? Mm-hmm. Whilst the Romans may be the most famous crucifiers, they didn't invent it. It's pretty hard to say exactly when and where crucifixion was invented. But mm. scholars agree it arose as a form of capital punishment in Assyria or mm-hmm. Babylon around the 6th century BC. I think that's a pretty common theme with the ones we have. They can't really figure <laughs> out who di- who started it, but yeah. everyone used it kind yeah, of thing. Well, yeah, well, we're getting back there yeah. now, so fair enough too. But uh, Evidently, the earliest account of crucifixion was that of Polycrates, the tyrant of Samos, who was killed around 522 BC and then crucified post-mortem after he had died. Interesting. By the Persians. I didn't really have too much time to read up on Polycrates, the tyrant of Samos, but... Wikipedia calls him the tyrant of Samos. So let, let's assume he kind of deserved it. Yeah, let's, let's assume he was a terrible person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Persians probably <laughs> weren't the greatest guys either. But <laughs> From Assyria, Babylon, through the Persian Empire, the practice, well, practice again, in inverted commas, uh, spread a bit over the next few hundred years. Evidently, Alexander the Great was a big fan. Got involved in a bit of crucifixion. Oh, he loved a bit of it. Having crucified over 2,000 survivors from his siege on the Phoenician city of Tyre, which is in modern-day Lebanon. Okay, that's insane. 2,000 is mad. Yeah. But that's enough of the history of it. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Get down to the What makes it so bad? Yeah? Yeah. Uh, You see, when you think about it, crucifixion really ticks all the boxes for a great torture. Mm. Very painful. Yes. Tick. (laughs) Very slow. True. Tick. Public humiliation. Very much. Tick. Yeah. Public spectacle. Mm? Tick. It's, it's quite an interactive sort of thing. Yeah, for sure. Uh, doesn't require much equipment or preparation. No. Or Tick. skills to do it. Yeah. No, just a couple bits of timber. Two, mm. Literally two posts. Mm-hmm. It can be done almost anywhere. Yep. Tick. You need what? A base. Yeah. Like a square meter on the floor. Mm. Tick. And very easy to create variation. Yes. True. And I think... Most of all, it's the room for variation that makes it such an appealing torture. Uh, freedom for artistic experimentation, you might be so inclined to call it. Uh, I would hate to call it that, but yeah. Okay, but you get what I mean. Mm-hmm. Crucifixion, like the actual crucifixion, was the last part of the process. You could torture the victim in all manners of ways beforehand. Mm-hmm. Most victims, like Jesus, were whipped at the post, so their backs were covered in lashes before being hoisted up. Yeah, usually some kind of stabbing as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You might force the victim to also walk through the center of town to encourage more ridicule. Yep. You you know, you might even encourage them, uh, you might even force them, really, to uh, carry their own... Carry that cross, yeah. Yeah, so that's obviously very heavy, mm. pretty difficult thing to do after you've it's just It's also been... like awkward, I think, awkward shape, kind mm. of, mm. yeah. And well, quite, quite, quite painful to carry after you've just been lashed. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's no good. They've also have been stripped naked, so that's, again, humiliation. Yeah, because the whole thing with Jesus was that he obviously has like a cloth, right? But it's probably not accurate. Uh, yeah, that's probably a bit of, you know, a bit of artistic license on like, the old cloth around yeah. Jesus' waist there. The, the biblical touch-up kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, so <laughs> it's a safer work version. Yeah, yeah. So when it's time to crucify, you can nail them to the post through the wrists and feet, or you could just use rope, or you could use both. 
There's also different orientations where you can tie people to their crucifixes upside down, facing the cross, etc. Oh, yeah. et I didn't know that. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Apparently, there was. Oh, I mean, again, this, I'm just reading Wikipedia here. But in some instances, women were tied to face the cross, so at least they had the dignity of not having their like naked, uh, mm-hmm. full frontal nudity sort on of display going on. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, either way, you're still nailed. Yeah, I mean, cross, I yeah. mean, either way, it's not better. <laughs> I don't know how. Yeah. <laughs> it's something i guess yeah, it's um, not the victory you want it to no, be no <laughs> no so uh yeah apparently though the use of nails may have actually been less common than we've been led to believe uh because iron was quite expensive iron was mega expensive mm. yeah so i mean wasting it quote unquote wasting it on criminals or people you didn't like or thieves or stuff yeah. whatever people you were trying to torture uh, jesus is often depicted having the nails through the palms of his hands yeah uh but, and, the, and the feet as well, yeah. Mm, but apparently putting it through the palm of the hand would have been no good. So it's, it was more commonly like through the wrist, oh, right? Because you've got horrible. you've got bones leading to your wrist, right? And that yeah. can sort of support the weight of your body. Because your hand cannot. Whereas, yeah, if you just get a nail through the palm of your hand, if you had your full body weight on that, it would just sort of rip through the hand and you'd fall down. <sighs> and you can't be having that, mate. No, no, mm, not in the public spectacle. No, 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 you can't be having getting away with it too easy. <laughs> no. Now, so, so again, like, there's a lot of, like I say, a lot of variation. There are perhaps some better, quote unquote, better, and some worse ways to be cr- fixed to a crucifix. So I guess a better way is to be tied. Yeah, exactly. You'd yeah. prefer a bit of rope than a nail through your fucking wrist, right? Yeah, because it's like not a nail; it's like a big bolt. Yeah, well, yeah, it's like yeah. a okay. Yeah, it's not a modern nail. No, no, it's not a small one. It's like a, it's like a railway spike. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but even those better ways probably just prolonged the suffering in mm. the long run. So okay, yeah, maybe maybe having a nail through your wrist is worse than being tied. But if being tied up there prevents the blood loss and you survive longer, kind of yeah, thing, it just means you could be there for a day for or something, even yeah. longer. Yeah. yeah. Now, some images of Jesus affixed to the cross sometimes show a small wooden platform to hold a bit of his weight, like so he could sort of stand on it a mm. little bit, or I mean, on his tippy toes, perhaps. But yeah, just ag- to support some of the. Weight. Yeah, well, again, like that seems nicer, right? But it just makes but, it longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah you probably just survive longer. Mm. Again, suffer for longer. Mm. Now, once a person has been crucified, you can course continue to actively torture them if if you like yeah for sure they're often yep. like stabbed or something yeah like well i mean again you're you're put in a very precarious position aren't you quite well, very quite, quite vulnerable sensitive yeah. yeah you can stab or cut them beat their bodies even set the crucifix on fire if you so desired and and like you mentioned jesus is shown wearing a loincloth in most depictions however this is probably inaccurate most victims of crucifixion were stripped naked first, and of course, many victims had their genitals mutilated during this process. Oh, that's horrible. Either, you know, another metal spike just driven straight through, or certain parts cut off, or, oh. or again, very horrible experience. And, and then, of course, having things cut off and then put up for display in front of the public yeah. really, once again, really, you know, illuminates the, the humiliation yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, the mm. spectacle of it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, now, of course, you could, of course, choose to let your victims suffer in the long game. Also, having your arms stretched in that way and then being left to suffer holding the weight of your own body. Until it, like, rips the chest, right? So where it's so open like that where you're holding all the weight. Mm. And then it, like, your body can't hold it anymore. So it's just, like, pulled yeah. apart. Yeah. The, the gravity of things doesn't take long before it really becomes an insufferable, unimaginable pain. 
combining this with the fact there are still nails in your body of course and your back is all lashed to shit the sun was beating down or the rain was freezing cold at night and then again the animals and the insects would begin eating you that kind of shit yeah vultures and stuff like yeah, that yeah that would be you know birds that happy to peck out bits of flesh from your back that are you know no. loose loose from the lashing that kind of thing oh, grim. Uh, the actual cause of death could have resulted from anything from asphyxiation because yep. like you mentioned that's one I've heard a lot yeah mm, they're not too sure about it but like you mentioned if your arms are being pulled in that direction and the weight of your body is pulling you down eventually it may become too like hard for your lungs to compress and to yeah. expand because Asphyx- there's like no space for it right yeah yeah asphyxiation mm-hmm. infection dehydration of course sepsis shock blood loss internal bleeding etc etc a, a, a real uh, a potpourri if you will <laughs> of bad things going on inside your body here indeed i do want to emphasize that it was horrible to research it was really <laughs> you're like, having a bit too much yeah fun uh, yeah i know I, I i'm presenting this in a very matter of fact yeah. fashion but i wasn't enjoying this He's all not trying to sell you crucifixion no. <laughs> should we break it up and take a song there yeah for sure mm? i think it helps everyone yeah to really cleanse the palate a little bit mm. and then we'll we'll come back into things coincidentally this is a song by a band called bad bad not good and that's what crucifixion is <laughs> take what's given <laughs> Listen to Polygon Dwanaland, where we explore a new genre, feeling, or style of music in each episode. Fridays, 8pm. Yeah, before the break, we were talking all things crucifixion, so mm. just get straight back into it. It's horrible. Yeah. We're Mark, here to talk about it. You've been accusing me of enjoying this too much. Yeah, almost selling it to the crowd, mm. but yeah. Well, I'm merely a purveyor of information. Uh, what, merely what an the, observer. What the audience chooses to do with that information is totally up to them. <laughs> totally up to them. Now... Again, we're talking, like you said, crucifixion, and we just talked the fact that the actual cause of death of crucifixion can be a range of different it's things. Super varied mm. because of uh, how long it went on for. Yeah, or yeah. how or not how long. But yeah. I mean, look, long length time. That's what we're about to talk yeah. about. The long game really extends the humiliation of it. Mm. In many instances, a placard with a person's name and the crime would be nailed to the post with them, or you know, perhaps hung around their neck, something like that. But most people would be able to talk whilst hoisted upon the cross. Yeah, for sure. They're, they're stuck there. For at least some time afterwards. So you'd be able to, you know, you'd be able to beg passers-by for mercy or help, uh, but the guards are probably just standing there laughing at you. you know? I think there's some cases where people try to, like, give them water and stuff, maybe. Mm, perhaps. But I don't know how easy it is to drink when you're, like, in that, yeah. like, forced up like that. No, okay, but that's... <laughs> That's the beauty of it, man. <laughs> That's now, how it works. Uh, so, like, this uh, interactability, if you'd like to call it that, also goes a long way towards the idea of deterrence. Yeah, for uh, sure. People could see crucifixion victims in, like, town centers or along the roadsides or whatever. If they were talking to the victims or hearing them cry out in pain, see how the victims are slowly suffering a very long, very painful death, you, you might you might consider thinking twice before committing yeah, for sure if your so, saturday mm. afternoon's gonna look like that you're not gonna yeah, want to get into a, that, yeah, yeah yeah i guess like you know talking about alexander the great uh, hoisting two thousand people up they'd be able to talk to each other as well yeah and can you imagine that you know like the life of brian scene at the yeah end. exactly <laughs> exactly like that yeah. comparing aches and pains yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like oh my left arm's Bugger, oh it? mate, my feet. <laughs> I don't know what he did with that nail, but it really got me in the wrong spot. 
In Roman society, at least, guards were allowed to leave the site only once a victim had died. Mm. That, again, could take days, however. So if it was taking too long and they had other shit to do, they might just stab you, if you're lucky. That's, I've definitely heard about that. Or they just, yeah, to speed it up. Otherwise, they might have just used a heavy club to just break your legs instead. At which point, I guess they're allowed to leave because what are you going to do? Run? Run away? (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) climb down Mm. actually talking about the guards part there too the variation the room for artistic experimentation if you will we gotta stop calling it that (laughs) Uh, like different ways but again again, if you were a conquering roman army and you had to crucify you know a few hundred rebels or enemy soldiers whatever it would be good for keeping you entertained as well yeah but maybe using the first person is a a wrong way of doing this here but you know what i mean again these people were they were, they were fucked up back then. They enjoyed doing this to other yeah. people. So if if you had to tell your soldiers, ah, oh, go do this job, they'd be like, oh, fuck. If you told them, go do what you want, you can put them up in any way. I don't care. Just crucify them. Just get them dead. Yeah, exactly. So it's great that, you know, you'd be able to, for lack of a better word, entertain yourself as a Roman soldier with such variation. Don't let what you do get boring, mate. Another uh, information that the listeners may find interesting, the term excruciating literally translates to out of crucifixion you can hear the little excru part there in latin so if you're in excruciating pain it means you're literally suffering the pain of crucifixion thank you Mm. essentially and you didn't think you're gonna learn anything today i've learned heaps Mm. (laughs) now apparently big jc died after only a few hours on the cross Mm. before his legs could even be broken yeah well he had to use them three days later yeah So that's that. Constantine the Great was the first emperor of Rome, later abolished the practice of crucifixion in 337. Mm. So, mm, so, you know, that's when the Romans gave it up. Thank God. Mm. But the Saudi Arabians still get involved in a bit of it, mate. Allegedly, yeah. Mm. That's true. Every now and then. I think they might be a little post-mortem sort of crucifying sort of society. Oh, that's what I there was somebody in 2008 they crucified. Yeah. Sorry, 2018, sorry. So, uh, mm, no good. Yeah, so Jesus was the traditional upright crucifixion. Yeah. And then there's St. Peter, who was the first upside-down crucifixion, Mm -hmm. which I guess you'd die way quicker then. Probably with the blood rush to your head. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, he asked to be crucified like that. so Because he didn't want to be like Jesus or something. He didn't have the honor of dying in the same way that Jesus did. I'm sure there's way many other positions. (laughs) There's also other ways to die. But again, like you said, he probably did die quicker. So maybe uh, kind of smart. Then there's St. Andrew, like um, the patron saint of Scotland, Mm -hmm. which is like their flag, the big X. Yep. That's how he was crucified like that, where the legs are also spread apart. Mm -hmm. Same as the hands. Yep. It's horrible. Great facts, mate. Great facts. Yeah, we're learning more every day. Mm -hmm. What's next? Uh, The rack. Oh, the rack. Ah, From one fire to another at this point. Mm Mm-hmm. The rack, one of the more famous devices of discomfort, dating back a few hundred years before the birth of big Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Historians aren't, again, quite sure what civilization of fucked up individuals invented <laughs> invented this device. Some believe it was the Greeks. Okay. Yeah, again. I wouldn't put it past them. And yeah, that's fine. We'll say it's the Greeks. Yeah, perfect. That really fits the narrative yeah. of our show. So, the rack is a large wooden frame, kind of like a bed frame sized. In the shape, what kind of, of is a of a rectangle? Uh, like a queen, king, double. At king? least a double, super king, a double, king, yeah, queen, double and a queen. Oh, double bed, a double bed. Oh, that's not that big. Yeah, well, wait. Okay, <laughs> hold, hold okay. your horses. Mm-hmm. So a large wooden 
rectangle frame with a big roller on either side from the top end and the bottom end. Okay. The victim's ankles are strapped to the roller on the bottom end and the victim's wrists are chained to the roller at the top end. I think I see where this is going. Yeah, I think you can read the room there. Yeah. <laughs> As the prisoner is interrogated or tortured, a handle is used to kind of crank very slowly and turn the rollers, moving the ankles and wrists away from one another and mm-hmm. the body like apart. Yep. And this is a very, very gradual process intended to cause the most pain and discomfort. Mm. It can be quick, but it's not effective as quick. You know? But like you say, this is a particular extracting information. Yeah, yeah. This kind was of torture. This was a real one where they'd either capture people to get stuff out of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the rollers are then spun gently, well, not gently, hard <laughs> and slowly though, until the victim's limbs are either dislocated or separated entirely from the torso. Yikes! Oh. Additionally, again, according to Wikipedia. If one's muscles, in general, are pulled too hard with excessive force, they lose their ability to contract, Mm. like your muscles in your arms and legs, Mm. making them useless and unable to hold any kind of weight. Right, that makes sense. even if they were interrogated and then they gave up the information but their body was stretched too hard and pulled too hard, Mm. then they're taken off the rack, they can't move because their muscles don't work anymore. They're like... The fibers all ripped to shit. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, right. Horrible. Fuck. As again, we said it's kind of unclear which weird civilization used the first wreck, but we're going to say it's the Greeks. Wow. With the first noted use being in 356 BC, when it was applied to gain a confession from Herostratus, an arsonist who was later executed for burning down the Temple of Artemis at Ephesus, one of the seven wonders of the ancient world. We could have had it today if it wasn't for this bloke. Deserved it. Disgusting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's also famously used to try and extract the names of the people who conspired to assassinate Emperor Nero. Apparently, in this case, they used the wreck twice. Oof. Yeah. Uh, you, well, I mean, you have to say pretty pretty tough going from whoever refused to give up that information the yeah. first, in the first wrecking. Exactly. As mm-hmm. you said, the, Impressive. Fir- the first time the person didn't confess. Yeah. So they took them off the wreck with their arms and legs dislocated. Yikes. Like their knees and shoulders dislocated and put them in a prison cell. I mean, they're not going to move you. Yeah, just leave them just, on just, the side. Just a, <laughs> a bag of limbs like at that point. Bones, yeah. yeah. And then the, they took them back onto the wreck, put their limbs back, like put their joints back in, mm. put them back on the oh, rack. Oh, could they do that? Yeah. Re- yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Of course you can re- do that. If you dislocate something, you can put it back in. Yeah, I guess they, they were smart. But they enough. put it back in not to look after them and save them, but <laughs> yeah. to get them back on the rack for the second time then. Yikes. And then this at this point, because the joints shouldn't be moved at all, were completely torn off and they were left as just a torso. Mm. And Mate, I think it's time for a song. Should we break it up there? Yeah. A little, uh, yeah. Uh, well, break it up is maybe a wrong, <laughs> so poor choice of words. Uh, <laughs> but you get what I mean. Yes. All right. All right. All right. Uh, this is the la- oh god. This is the last dinner party. Yeah. Oh, the feminine urge. Tuesday at 8pm, drop onto the Blues Train for your weekly fix of blues music, only here on K103. Boom, 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 boom. Choo, 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 choo. It's the Blues Train. Oh, the Blues Train. I love it. Yes, we were discussing the rack. It's got a question for you. Do you reckon the first three, four, five seconds of the rack feels like the best stretch or physiotherapy you've ever done? Yeah. 
but I don't think the then torturers after. the torturers wouldn't have let that last long, right? No. There's a couple of those things. It's like you know, being boiled alive sounds pretty bad. Yeah, but for for a minute or two it's there, a hot tub, it yeah. would be a hot tub. Yeah, uh, maybe they waited until it was boiling before they threw you in. Yeah, I think so. No, so. but then the, the psychological torture of knowing that it's coming would be horrible. Yeah, whatever. Yes, we finished discussing the wreck, and now it's time for a bit of scapism. Yeah, scapism, uh, otherwise known as the boats. That's way more terrifying. Say the boats. The boats. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you don't really know what scapism means, do you? No. Everyone knows what boats are, but the boats. Not right. these ones. Okay, this one comes from ancient Persia, once again. Uh, shout out shout ancient out. Persia. <laughs> but it was documented first by Plutarch and later by Zonaris, who were both Greeks. So, close right. enough for Greeks us, have right? a terrible record this episode. What? What do you mean? We deliberately searched out things that Greece. <laughs> yeah, I but I, I, I expected the Romans to be yeah, more involved. Maybe. Fair enough. Now, Plutarch's account comes from the prolonged, uh, quote-unquote, execution from a soldier by the name of Mithradates around 400 BC. In terms of torture ideas, scaphism is pretty simple and time unintensive. Once again, that's that's a real hallmark of great, yeah, great tortures. That's great. All you need is two small rowboats and a lake or like a swamp or some shit. Again. Uh, not a lot of materials. Well, I mean, it does seem like a waste of two small rowboats. A barrel would do the trick, or even just like a post or, or a tree with a bit of rope. Mm. But whatever. There's there's room for improvement. You get one of the boats, right? Yep. Cut holes in the side so that when you put the victim in and stretch his arms and his legs out and his head, they stick out the side of the boat. Yeah, like his arms and his feet and his head poke out the holes in the top boat. Yeah. Yep. While he's in the bottom one. Yeah, Yeah. so he's, he's strapped to his back in the bottom one. So it creates like a big cavern in the middle. Sort of, yeah. So you put the, the other boat, the secondary boat, on top, mm. uh, upside down, so that you cocoon the victim inside a sort of boat-shaped coffin a kind of thing. big kind of turtle shell yeah. on top. Yeah. yeah, but it's a boat. <laughs> Again, I don't know why it needed specifically to be two different boats, yeah. but a barrel would have worked. Big box. It's not really the important part here. Next, you force the victim, you force feed the victim, sorry, uh, milk and honey. Like a lot of milk and honey. Yeah, not a, not a bit, a lot not until, of milk and honey. Until they're full, until yeah. they can't take any mil- more milk and honey, and then you just keep pouring it down. Oh. They are full, and they keep forcing it into their stomach, so their stomach expands. They are obviously in pain with wicked stomach cramps, that kind of thing. Further milk and honey is then smeared on the face and exposed limbs of the victim. And it's also like poured into like the the area right where mm. their body is. Yeah, everything's just leathered honey, leathered leather milk around. Yeah. And then you just leave them alone. Float around the lake or the swamp, whatever. Doesn't really matter where too much, as long as there are plenty of bees, flies, wasps around, etc., etc. Mosquitoes. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bugs will of course be attracted to the honey on the skin and start biting the victim. Arms and legs are fixed in the holes of the boat, so there's nothing you can do about it you can't pull them away you can't scratch yourself yeah. can't swat the bugs I think away that's the worst part like not being able to itch yourself mm-hmm. the large amounts of milk and honey in the person's system that they've just been forced to consume would soon cause them to have uncontrollable diarrhea <laughs> Gross. obviously yeah. uh, this uncontrollable diarrhea <laughs> has nowhere to go so you're forced to just lie in it you're forced to just do the uncontrollable diarrhea mm. I mean lying in your own shit is kind of the least of your problems at this point yeah, for sure. When you have the whole animal kingdom pecking at you. Yeah. Side point. Do you know why diarrhea is spelled diarrhea? No. D-I-A-R-R-H-O-E-A. I thought it had more O's in there. Anyway. Uh, this is the British way. Yeah. Mm. Okay. 
Apparently, it's a Greek, or it comes from Greek words for through flow. And it is indeed a through flow. <laughs> I think we can all we can all see why that makes sense. Um, so you're sitting in a whole bunch of mess. Well, you're tied to your, you're tied on your back with your own feces just splattered around the place. Mm-hmm. This shit will attract more disgusting insects, obviously, which will lay eggs in it, and rodents, which will start eating your flesh. I mean, you ever just tried to open food in the woods when there's a lot of flies about <laughs> just one small yeah. apple or something? Like, No, uh, I, I don't know how long it takes, you know, for your flesh to start rotting. A, a few days, I guess. But the eggs laid in your skin, like when mosquitoes bite, well, not mosquitoes, but other insects bite you, they'll, they'll lay like the, the eggs in your skin. The larvae. Yeah. Those larvae will hatch and they'll start eating away at your skin. The maggots, yeah. Bur- burrowing deep into you. Oh. Uh, this is obviously a pretty long, drawn-out process, though. I also just think being force-fed milk is gross. Mm. Now, guards will probably feed you more milk and more honey and, and, and some water, obviously, so that you're not dying of starvation, you're not dying of dehydration. You're just rotting. Mm. Mm. So, um, oh, that's that's scapism. That's the boats. The boats. The first, or when, from Plutarch's account, the first guy that they did this to was, I, I really don't remember what his name was, but he got unlucky in that he threw a spear. They were, they were having a battle. This is obviously a very uneducated piece of information here, but they were having a battle and he threw a spear and he hit his own, like, captain or the prince or whatever, oh. killed his own guy. And then the rest of the dudes were like, it's boat time. Fuck, mate. That's, un- that's real unlucky, <laughs> yeah. bruv. The one person. Ah, oh, dude, that sucks, man. Um, yeah, we're going to have to put you in the boats. So Rough. So that's that story. Yeah. Um, got time for one more? Yeah, sure. Cool, 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 cool. Roman candles. Oh, yuck. Now, we did just mention a little bit earlier about the rack Emperor Nero. Mm-hmm. He was one pretty sick individual Mm. and he after the great fire of rome which was burning for a long time Mm. he looked for someone to blame settled on the christians naturally yeah yeah of course and uh, he imprisoned them this was nero you say nero yeah okay he forced them to abandon their faith and those who refused to abandon their faith were tied to a wooden stake and covered in oil tar and wax really don't like how that's going and then the victims would be set alight from their feet with the fire going upwards like a candle and they would be called the human candles you ever seen house of wax no okay so they were alive tied to a stick yeah and and then then just covered in flammable flammable shit yeah and then they would be taken to garden parties and to fancy dinners as like a entertainment in the garden look out there it's just people burning alive. Jesus fucking Christ, man. Yeah, um, I think that's all we got time that's for. That's all we got time You know what? I, I read today that Nero died at the age of 30. That's wild. Yeah, I didn't realize he was so young. No. You read about all the terrible things that Nero yeah, did. He's done so much horrible and he was, shit. And he was in his 20s <laughs> when he was being a, the horrific, most depraved, sadistic, sadistic emperor. motherfucker you've ever yeah. heard of. Anyway. I think that's what we got time for, mate. This was an ancient horrors episode of Ordinary Observations. Perhaps mm. we'll extend into some medieval torture next. Yeah, tell us what. Send us a message on the Instagram or something like that. Let us know if there's anything you'd really like us to talk anything about. Anything we missed, let <laughs> us know. Yeah, just don't be a stranger now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Please thank- don't go into too much detail. Anyway. <laughs> thank you so much for listening. Thank you. This has been Ordinary Observations. Have a lovely evening. This is Soft Cult, Shortest Fuse.
You've just heard a podcast version of a radio show by K103 Gothenburg Student Radio. You'll find all our shows at k103.se. Follow us on Facebook or Instagram. Stay tuned. <laughs>